When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello and welcome back to 365 Days with MXM Tune. I'm Maya, a singer, songwriter, video maker, Oakland native, and hopeful world record holder. Although I don't think that will ever happen. I'm also a huge fan of history. I love untold stories, gross facts, hidden secrets, anything weird, dark, and funky from the past, so each day I'm going to share one of my favorite deep cuts with you, so let's take a look at today's stories. It's 365 with MXM Tune. New facts every day, so don't leave too soon. I'm gonna teach you stuff, no it won't be tough. Gonna go a year till you've had enough. It's three. 65. Today, in 1951, two friends got into an argument. And it sounds like an everyday occurrence, but this particular argument spawned a worldwide book series and global competition. What could it be? Let's reverse. Sir Hugh Beaver was an English and South African engineer, and something of a jack-of-all-trades. He had helped build engineer harbors and fought air pollution in England, helping create the British Clean Air Act. He went on to work for Guinness, the famed Irish brewery, in 1946 as the managing director. During his tenure, he got into hunting game with other Englishmen. On November 10, 1951, he was out on a shooting party in North Slob, which is near the River Stanley in Ireland. The men realized they were having trouble shooting one game bird in particular, the golden plover. The bird is small, weighing only about half a pound with brown and white streaks, The men theorized that the bird must be one of the fastest game birds if it was causing everyone to miss their shots. Other men in the group said that the fastest game bird was actually the grouse. Him and his companions got into an argument. Which was the faster bird, the golden plover or the grouse? Though today we'd just look something up like this on the internet. Of course, in 1951, there wasn't any internet to look things up on, let alone iPhones from which to do searches while out in nature. That evening, they tried to figure out the answer to the question at the Castlebridge House, a pub, and realized that they couldn't find a clear-cut answer in reference books. As the story goes, Beaver thought to himself, how many questions must be debated every night at pubs all over the world with no way to determine the true answer? He envisioned a book of records that would contain the answers to thousands of questions like his own and realized that a book like that could become very popular, so he got to work. Beaver took the idea back to his workplace. Remember, Guinness and it turned out that one of his employees, Christopher Chataway, had two friends from university who were running a fact-finding agency that helped out newspapers in London. These men were brothers Norris and Ross McWhorter, and Beaver ended up commissioning them to create what would become the Guinness Book of World Records. To create the book, the McWhorters sent letters to astrophysicists, botanists, zoologists, ornithologists, economists, toxologists, you name it. They sent letters to all of the ologists and used the information they got back to compile the first book of records. The men first created the book as a promotional giveaway for Guinness and gave a thousand copies away in 1954. They began selling it a year later, in August 1955, and it was on the British bestseller list by Christmas. 
In a funny turn of events, it took the book 35 years to answer the very question that inspired its inception. What is the fastest game bird in Europe? The answer finally appeared in the 36th edition of the book in 1999. The fastest game bird in Europe is the red grouse, which has been recorded flying up to 63 miles per hour over short sustained distances. The Guinness Book of World Records went on to break some records of its own. It's the best-selling copyrighted book ever. Today, it's published in 23 languages and 100 countries. The book has expanded far and wide from the fastest game bird. Some of the silliest records include the longest egg toss, the longest game played of Grand Theft Auto 4, and in Lima, Peru, a bulldog named Otto slid on a skateboard through the legs of 30 people in order to set the record for longest human tunnel traveled through by a skateboarding dog. Michelle Lesko is the record holder for most mayonnaise eaten in three minutes, 2,446 grams or 3.5 jars. Yuck. I mean, I don't judge. Yum. The Guinness record holder for the heaviest onion goes to an onion weighing 18 pounds and 11.84 ounces grown by a UK resident named Tony Glover. And the weird records go on. There's a record of who has solved the most Rubik's cubes underwater, the most Simpsons tattoos, and most dogs participating in a conga line. Guinness designated November 9th as International Guinness World Records Day to encourage people to try and beat records on a specific day. My personal hope is to eventually get a world record for most houseplants. As for the Guinness record holder of the most Guinness records, that award goes to Ashrita Furman from right here in Brooklyn, New York. He's the man who holds the most Guinness World Record titles. He has set over 600 and currently holds over 200. On the other hand, Martin Tovey of the UK holds the record for being the biggest fan of the Guinness Book of World Records. He owns the most Guinness World Records memorabilia. Your brain needs support, and new Ollie Brainy Chews are a delightful way to take care of your cognitive health. Made with scientifically backed ingredients like Thai ginger, L theanine, and caffeine, Brainy Chews support healthy brain function and help you find your focus, stay chill, or get energized. Be kind to your mind and get these nootropic chews at Ollie.com. That's O L L Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. And now for today's music fact. Today, in 2017, Walk the Moon released their fourth studio album, What If Nothing, following the release of the single One Foot on September 22nd. Nine days after the album release, they began their press restart tour in North America. I used to be a really huge fan of Walk the Moon. I still love Walk the Moon, and I remember Anna Sun vividly. I can sing every single word of it. It is still one of the most iconic songs that I've ever listened to. And now for our final segment of the day, I will be going back into my own photo archives to see what I was up to on a November 10th in my life. On November 10th in 2016, I went on a protest and it was organized by teenagers in San Francisco to walk out of school um, in opposition of Trump because he was just elected. And I remember that day really fondly because I remember crying the night that I found out that Trump was elected with my family and feeling really hopeless about what was going to be happening. And now we are here in this era, and I'm recording this before the election happened, so I have no idea what's happened now. Um, I don't know who was elected, Biden or Trump. I personally voted blue. I don't know what's going on, but either situation, here is what I think we continue to do no matter what happens in our world, is to continue to stand up for things that we believe in and continue to use our voices no matter how old we may be. 
because I was 16 when I was protesting what was going on inside of the White House and what was going to happen with our government. And we had over thousands of people marching in the streets of San Francisco, also being vocal about what was going on. And here's a clip. All we can do is continue to be politically active and stand up for the things that we believe in. I'm sending all of my love to whoever is listening to this podcast and letting you know that things will be okay. All we can do is try and work together as a community to build a better future. But that's all for today's episode. Thank you so much for listening. Um, if you like this podcast, make sure to subscribe wherever you listen to it. And if you want to, you can follow at 365 Days MXM Tune on your preferred social media platforms to keep updated on all the episodes. That's all for today, and I'll talk to you tomorrow. It's 365 with MXM Tune. New facts every day, so don't leave too soon. I'm gonna teach you stuff. No, it won't be tough. Gonna go a year till you've had 